0: And now, the show that's all about real estate and a little bit about everything else, hosted by two guys that are too embarrassed to admit in public how long they've been investing in real estate. It is the Investor Guys Podcast with host Bill Barnett and Kevin Mills. Happy Thursday, Mr. Yay. Barnett. How are you doing? And everybody else, welcome to another edition of investor guys podcast starring uh yours truly and mr bill barnett right here uh playing with fiddling with his camera
1: how I, you doing no, I was, i'm doing great this time the the uh meeting is being recorded message was the entire screen and i'm like wait a minute i need to see Kev dog here so i'm doing terrific uh, Welcome in everybody thanks for being uh with us here on the investor guys podcast we're excited to have you uh we got a hot topic today. It's a topic that comes around regularly. Uh, becomes a hot topic. Uh, I get tickled when uh, I hear people uh, talk about, "Oh man, the hot new thing!" and and in real estate, rarely ever is there a hot new thing because everybody's done everything. You know, Airbnb was really the last real innovative thing that uh, has happened in real estate in probably thirty years or so. But one of the things that makes the rounds at the real estate clubs on a regular basis, uh, especially when the market's hot and the market is tight, for some reason, uh, people think the answer is wholesaling. Well, wholesaling is counterintuitive to the market. So if the market is hot and inventory is tight, just because you can't find property, what makes you think that a wholesaler can find properties? Now, there's ways to do that. Uh, And I'll talk about some uh, true wholesaling opportunities. And and sometimes there are some real wholesalers out there that come up with great deals. And I can tell you how they do that, which is very different than your typical wholesaler, in my opinion. So the reason we picked this topic is because both Bill
0: and I are having a lot more people asking us about wholesaling 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 and it is it almost it is almost like a cycle we always have people asking us about wholesaling but whenever the market makes a movement or a shift in one direction or another we get a bunch of people who start asking about wholesaling and it's because Uh, there's people out there trying to sell programs on how to wholesale properties and starting to put the bug in their ear. So they start asking us because they consider us a second opinion, Mm -hmm. hopefully a a trusted opinion uh, on on what we think about wholesaling. Now, like Bill, like I think Bill was getting too, there are right ways and wrong ways and there are good ways and there are, I'm not gonna say bad, but there are not as good ways. Uh, There are really bad ways that you could be wholesaling properties and dealing with wholesalers. So to set this up, because a lot of people don't really understand what exactly wholesaling is. They hear it. It's a buzzword for them. They think it's a It's a solution they think oh this is a great way for me to get started with little to no capital of my own and in true wholesaling if you if you did it correctly you're correct this is a good way to get started with with little to no capital of your own as far as investing in properties okay but we're going to set that up as is as the expenses that you're going to have to do in order to get set up as a wholesaler and in order to be known, the network and everything else that you're going to have to do in order for people to come to you and the network you're going to have to establish in order to be getting these properties in the first place. But let's start with the description of what wholesaling is so that we can get, we'll try to get that in all this whole show, okay? Wholesaling and the pros and the cons. Yeah. So Bill, set it up. What is what is wholesaling?
1: Well, wholesaling is, when, if you think about a retail store, if you think about, uh, you and I were talking clothing before the episode started. So if you think about a clothing store, they're going to buy the the people that own the clothing store, they're going to buy clothes at a wholesale price, and they're going to turn around and retail it. So the wholesaling in real estate is I want to be able to buy it and then turn around and sell it and make the markup. It's, a version of a flip, but we're not doing anything to the property. And the reason it becomes so, it's such a sexy topic in real estate is that if I can control the contract and I may be able to control that contract for little to no money, then I have something to be able to sell and profit from. And so that's what makes it very attractive, uh, especially to new investors coming in. I've wholesaled property. I have bought property from wholesalers. Uh, the biggest thing there is you look at you have to be able to understand the numbers. We'll get into that. You have to understand the numbers. If you do, you can protect yourself from your dollars. You can never accept the word of a wholesaler or a retailer or in the uh, you and I both own traditional brokerage firms and agents laugh all the time. One of the things that is a is a little um. A uh, truism that uh, agents say is uh, buyers are liars. Yeah, you know, that's, that's kind of their slam. And it's always, a, that's just another way of saying, hey, you got to do your own homework, okay? Uh, and so when you're looking at a wholesale, I'm trying to control a property without having to finance the whole deal. So maybe I'm putting $100 or $1,000 up to get it under contract. I now have something that I can wholesale.
0: A couple episodes ago, we actually used a word called arbitrage. Now, essentially yep. what a wholesaler is doing is called arbitrage. Uh, yep. For some of you older folks like Bill and I, uh, it's called buying on the cuff. If you guys remember buying on the cuff, uh, it means essentially you're 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 getting it on, on credit, which means that you're not necessarily putting anything out for yourself. Um, and then you're turning around and you're selling it for a profit and also to pay off the debt. So you're getting it on the cuff or getting it on credit. Um, and then turning around and flipping it. And the way that works is by making an offer on a contract, okay? And there's there's a dozen ways to do that, but you make an offer on the contract, uh, either as an assignable contract or uh, a contract that you can turn around and renegotiate, whatever that situation is. Again, there's about a dozen different ways to do it. But you lock up that property on contract, but you are responsible for it. Now, because you have committed to on contract to purchase that property, so if you don't purchase that property and somebody else doesn't purchase that property, you haven't transferred it to somebody else, you are very least responsible for the deposit for that property, for uh, any lawsuits, escrow, yeah, yeah, any lawsuits yep. they may decide to level against you because they feel like you, you know, weren't dealing with them, weren't forthcoming in what you were going to do. Uh, you control that property, and then you have to find buyers on the back end who are interested in that property. Now we're coming up on a break, so we're going to discuss more of that when we get back from this. The real estate buyers events hosted by Bill Barnett and Kevin Mills are the most powerful way to put high performing investment properties into your portfolio. Investment properties that exceed 50% or greater annual ROI in markets where Bill and Kevin have actual real estate investing experience. Get the resources, find people on the ground to add to your team at the next Investors Real Estate Buyers Event. You can find out more information at realestatebuyersevent.com. That's realestatebuyersevent.com. We'll see you there are you ready to learn the strategies numbers and formulas that are so powerful they will turn you into a real estate investing millionaire guaranteed a program that is so powerful we offer a double your tuition back guarantee if it does not make you into a millionaire www.guaranteedmillionaireblueprint.com forward slash webinar learn how you can be a guaranteed real estate investing millionaire with powerful investing strategies formulas and numbers www.guaranteedmillionaireblueprint.com forward slash webinar And we're back and today we're talking about a hot topic. It's a buzzword right now. And it's wholesaling properties. Um, And I'm hearing it literally left and right and left and right. Uh, We're doing real estate clubs and I've got people coming up to me. What do you think about wholesaling right now? What do you think about wholesaling right now? And just before the break, we talked about how you have to secure a property by putting a contract on it. If not, you don't really have the right to turn around and assign that property. Anybody else could go behind your back. Uh, Anybody else could find that property. You have to control that property. And then you have to send it out to your network work of buyers, investors who are interested in mm. purchasing that property. Now for this to work for you and for them, okay, you have to be able to find properties that are priced low enough that you can take your profit out and they are still going to be able to make a profit. So the show that we did on when, on Monday, sorry, uh, Tuesday, the show we did Tuesday, we we're talking about the spread. Okay. We talked about purchasing uh, 80% Uh, ARV property on a loan. So using those same numbers, those same spread, if you've got that extra room in there to where you can take a couple of grand out and make some money by putting yourself in the middle of the transaction, great. If you taking a profit on what seems like a good deal turns it into no longer a good deal, you're not going to have any buyers for it. Okay. Now, one of the things that we find are wholesalers that will literally make up numbers. They'll say they'll buy a property that it's not a great deal and they'll make up numbers. They'll say it's worth X amount. It's got X amount of of work that needs to be done. And this is going to be your profit. Never take anybody's word for anything, not just a wholesaler. Never take anybody's word for anything. Do your own numbers. Don't say, okay, this is a great deal because they said so. No. It's a great deal if you run the numbers and you run the right numbers and it says that it is a good deal. So let's talk about, before we get into our opinion of wholesaling in this market, Okay, let's talk sure. about what you need as a wholesaler. If you want to be a wholesaler in this market, what is it you need to do first? What, how are we going to set ourselves up as a wholesaler? I've got a million ideas on this, but Bill, I'm going to let you, uh, let you get the mic for a little bit.
1: Well, the the key to wholesaling, as it is the key to us being an investor, period, is you have to have the ability to find the deal. Now, I've been involved in several wholesale deals on individual properties, but the best wholesale venture that I was ever involved in was with another um, relatively big, well-known investor, uh, and he and I got together and bought 160 houses at one time. And when you can do that, you get true enough discounts, you get deep enough discounts that you actually can wholesale those properties and you make a good uh, profit on those. That was about a $10 million deal. Uh, So you can make the profit on that. And the other buyer, the other investor still has enough as the term in the industry is meat on the bone still has enough profit left in for it to be attractive to them and then be able to turn around and sell it to an end user and make uh, a nice spread. That's a very different process than the typical uh, amateur wholesaler or even people that do it professionally, but you got to be able to have access to quality deals that the discount is deep enough that there's still money on the bone for the other investor, the investor that's actually going to be the person that decides, okay, is this going to become a rental property? Am I going to turn around and just sell this to an end user and and I'm done with it? One check, I'm out. Uh, Whatever they're going to do with it, there's got to be enough room left there. So you got to have access to deals. Right. So up front, okay, to
0: establish yourself as a wholesaler, you have to have access to not just one or two deals here and there. Okay. Because if you just have one or two deals here and there, you're not going to have enough of a back end network that's going to be interested in your properties. Yeah. Okay? You may find one person who wants to buy these properties, but if you just have a trickle of properties, that's not going to do it. So, a lot of wholesalers to set themselves up, they're talking to a lot, a lot, a lot of agents. Okay. They're talking to a lot of people who are called bird dogs in certain markets. And the other thing they're doing is they're purchasing leads. Okay. There are now services where you can purchase leads for good deals. And then they have to run those numbers and figure out whether it's going to be a good number. Because here's, here's the thing. Like I said, there are wholesalers who will give you fake numbers. Okay. Because they want it to look good and they will deceive some people. Some people will buy those, but they will never buy from them again. And that person is going to go to the real estate club and they're going to say, you know what? I bought a property from so-and-so numbers were all off. And somebody say, you know what? Yeah. I won't deal with them anymore either because I did the same thing. Word's going to get out. And if this is what you're doing, you're going to be sitting, you know, in the middle of a a field of of disaster and nobody's going to want to touch you with a 10 foot pole. So make sure you're getting quality leads and make sure you're turning around quality properties. The flip side of this is. You have to now set up a network of people who are interested in purchasing these properties. That means you need to have a website. That means you need to print business cards. That means you need to have a a phone number that you're going to be able to answer all the time because when somebody calls, it could be somebody who's either trying to get rid of a property or somebody who wants to buy a property. So you need to be on top of that number all the time. And nobody, none of us can answer the phone all the time. That means you need to pay for an answering service. And you really should have a toll-free number so that anybody from anywhere in the country feels comfortable giving you a call. In this day and age of cell phones, it really doesn't matter because we're not paying long distance phone numbers. But if you... Let me give you an example. I live in Florida right now. Okay. If I come across great deals, in fact, I've got, remind me, I've got five properties I'm going to send to you, Bill, later on today. Um, and I'm not wholesaling them to you. I'm just, they're, they're yours. Um, I've got properties that come across my desk for Cleveland that I could wholesale out. Now, if I'm putting my Florida phone number up and I've got Cleveland properties or I've got Texas properties or I've got properties in another state, There's this this trust issue that automatically comes up. It doesn't mean that it's not trustworthy. It's just people are like, well, why is this person in Florida selling these properties in Cleveland? What's going on? But if I put up a toll-free number, that automatically gives me more credit because I could be in Florida. I could be anywhere and get that toll-free call. And I I now appear to be a larger company. And you can get a toll-free number literally for $15 a month. Okay, And you can buy services that, that answer that for as little as 40 or $50 a month. Um, again, this is investment that you have to make in yourself if you're going to be a wholesaler. Now, that being said, and since Bill's having camera issues, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back and we're going to talk about why wholesaling is not necessarily what you want to be looking at in this market and what the, what the challenges are going to be. We'll be back in a minute. Are you ready for a real estate investing program that is so powerful it is Guaranteed? A program that is backed by a double your tuition back guarantee if it cannot make you into a real estate investing millionaire. Learn more about the Guaranteed Millionaire Blueprint at guaranteedmillionaireblueprint.com Forward slash webinar. That's www.guaranteedmillionaireblueprint.com forward slash webinar. One more time that is www.guaranteedmillionaireblueprint.com forward slash webinar. Learn more about how this powerful program can teach you all the strategies, formulas, and numbers that you need to put to work for you to turn you into a guaranteed real estate investing millionaire. Whether you are a new investor or seasoned investor wanting to add high-performing real estate properties to your investment portfolio, you should consider joining Bill Barnett and Kevin Mills at their next Real Estate Buyers Event. Real Estate Buyer's Events are five powerful days aimed at putting performing properties into investors' portfolios. Learn from Bill and Kevin in markets where they actually invest. Learn the strategies they use, where to buy, what to buy, what not to buy actual resources and personnel on the ground to start building your team and supercharge your investing efforts. Learn more at realestatebuyersevent.com. That's realestatebuyersevent.com. We'll see you there. And we're back with our final segment. And we established what wholesaling was, property wholesaling. Yeah. We established how to get set up as a wholesaler, how to set your up, yourself up as a wholesaler, let's talk about how amazing the market is right now for wholesaling. Uh,
1: <laughs> so, I know, I know, now, I know you I, want to this one. <laughs> well, first of all, I'm a, I'm going to say something very complimentary to wholesalers in general. If a wholesaler has the ability, much like the deal that I had gotten involved in to have a block of money, and it's typically going to be multiple millions of dollars, to go in and bulk buy uh, from uh, a bank or from a fund, you can get great deals. Now, the catch for the buyer is the fact you can't uh, cherry pick the deals. You just, we got this number of properties, here's the price, you take them all, you take none. So when a wholesaler can do that, they can actually offer great value to the marketplace while they're still making a heck of a return. Now, that's not the case for 99% of wholesalers. 99% of wholesalers typically, unfortunately, are brand new investors trying to figure this game out. And so they go out and they get property under contract. I get calls multiple times a week, got this great deal. And so I'll get on, I'll, I'll follow up with them. And they're like, hey, I got this great deal. Uh, it has to close uh, by tomorrow afternoon at 3. And I'm like, not interested. They're like, no, it's an incredible deal. I'm like, maybe. I'm not going to jump through that hoop. A week, great. Let's take a look at it. And you know, if we like it, we'll make a move on it. But tomorrow, yeah, not, not for me. And make a note. Don't call Bill at this kind of stuff because I'm not ever gonna jump through that hoop to make that happen. Just not, I'm not gonna look at it to try to, to do that. It, you're setting yourself up for failure. And the wholesalers setting themselves up for failure when they try to do that. And it's, they get down to the end of their option period. They get down to the end of their contract timing and they're running out in this, so they're in scramble mode. But if I am dealing with somebody that is a wholesaler, I've got to prove up their numbers. Now, we did uh, the last show and the show before that, we talked about um, being able to comp your property, to be able to put together the number, the ARV, we talked about in the last show, the after repaired value. Uh, everything in our game as a single family real estate investor, in my opinion, starts with that ARV, whether you're a wholesaler, whether you're, you're doing rentals, whether you're doing flips, it starts with that ARV, what's the max value of this property? So when I'm looking at a wholesale deal, it's the same process. I have to go look at what's my after repaired value, then I have to back through all of my numbers, and then I've got to get down to where, here's what I'm uh, max willing to offer, and I think we were going through a thing the other day on a $100,000 deal and it might sell for one forty. dollars And here it will be. I think we got down to minus the rehab money was about $79,000. So if that same deal were a wholesale deal, I've got to be able to get it from the wholesaler at that number $79,000 or less, which means the wholesaler's got to be. You know, maybe the wholesaler's got to be in it 65 to 79. They've got to be in there somewhere. And I never begrudge a wholesaler being able to make money. I love the fact that they can make money. I love the fact they can make money off of me. Like, hey, and you more can power make money. To you.
0: Yeah, everybody's yeah. making money. And that's the that's, that's, cool. that's economy. That's the, yeah.
1: yeah. So, and I'm not going to do it if I'm not making money. They certainly shouldn't be doing it if they're not going to be making money. And so i starts with that ARV. If I can get a solid ARV on the property, I can back my numbers up. And then I can say, okay, first of all, I don't care what the wholesaler says the rehab cost is. Because a lot of times they're going to throw that in there. Most of the time, it looks like a swag, a scientific wild ass guess. It looks like a swag. Uh, I'm not interested in that. I'm going to do my own numbers. Uh, if there's any way I possibly can, I'm going to go buy the property and when I do my numbers, my numbers typically come out very different than their numbers, and so ninety-nine percent of these properties I pass on. Occasionally, do I find one that everything works right from a wholesaler? Absolutely, I do. And I, I always tell them, "I'm impressed that you were able to buy this below this dollar amount. Good for you. Um, you know, once this deal is done, I want you to tell me how much you made. So, because I just I love knowing." that you found a deal that good, because it gives you credibility when you call me the next time. And
0: Bill was talking earlier in the last segment about how he and his associate got a list of properties from the bank. Okay. And in, in the industry that the slang word for that is a tape. Okay. Yep. And back in 2000, late 2005, six, seven, eight, uh, I was actually getting those as well. And we were getting them from places like Countrywide and uh, Washington Mutual, but Countrywide, just so many different lists from, from Countrywide. It was unbelievable. Now, those particular tapes will have properties from all over the country, literally. They'll have properties from California to Maine to Florida to Idaho to everywhere. And then every once in a while, we would get one that was just Rust Belt properties. And it was just because the person putting the tape together knew that this was just you know, mostly going to be junk. And it was properties that were mostly in Detroit, properties that were mostly in little cities in Minnesota. Um, and it was, be. now, Bill was talking about cherry picking. If you have the ability to purchase this entire portfolio of properties, okay? Now, what we would do is we would typically get three days, up to three days to where we could choose whether or not we wanted to purchase that tape or not. Okay. That meant us doing a review of the properties and seeing whether it was worth it for us to purchase that, that tape or not. Now, some properties were good deals. Some properties were great deals. Other properties weren't, but you had to purchase the entire tape. So it had to make sense for the entire tape to be a good deal. Once we purchased it, then we could cherry pick out the properties we wanted. And then we would wholesale that tape out. And typically we would wholesale that tape out to other wholesalers. And in the process of doing the evaluation of those properties, we would put those off to, these are Cleveland properties that I can send off to a wholesaler in Cleveland. These are the New York properties that I can send off to a wholesaler in New York. And we had enough meat in it because we were getting it directly from Countrywide. We were getting it directly from the company that was foreclosed on those properties that we had enough meat in it that we could do that. And then we could cherry pick the ones that we wanted, wholesale those out ourselves or keep them for ourselves. If you have the ability to do that, great. But you're talking about like what Bill said, you're talking about 10, 15, 20, $50 million in order to acquire these tapes because these are multiple properties. Um, so if you have the ability to do that, or you've got a line of credit that will allow you to do that, then absolutely jump into the wholesaling game. In fact, if that is who you are right now is going to be a great time to get into the wholesaling game. Because as Bill and I mentioned, we are going to be seeing not as many as we thought, but we are going to be seeing more foreclosures coming up in the next year or two years. So now is a good time to jump into that yep. If you're trying to do something on a budget and you're trying to do something that's going to be skinny, this is not the market to do it because you don't have access to properties. You have access to properties that you're going to drive by on the street that somebody else may also see. You have access to properties that may pop up on the MLS that other people are going to see. And in a hot market, like most of the country is right now, okay, it's going to be hard for you to find those deals and you are going to spend... Time, you're probably going to spend a little bit of money, spend lots of effort, and you're really going to get more frustration from this than anything else. That's my take on wholesaling. Yep. Right now, if you have the ability to do it right, do it. If you can't do it right, look for another better strategy, and there are better strategies. I have talked about them over and over and over again.
1: That's the I kind of mentioned it. It's counterintuitive, and it's almost really oxymoron. Is is probably more appropriate. Uh, describing wholesaling, because most people are trying to get into wholesaling when the market is like it is right now, when it's just smoking hot. Well, when's the absolute hardest time to find a deal, period, when the market is smoking hot like it is? Then uh, people get out of uh, wholesaling and they go, well, I'm not going to wholesale anymore when, when the properties become available. But when the properties are readily available because the market has turned, you don't need a wholesaler but, um, that's my opinion on them. But if you don't know the game, um, make sure that you understand how to calculate your numbers. And if you buy from a wholesaler and they stick it to you because you didn't do your own due diligence, then it's your fault. Right. Shame on them, but shame on you as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And it won't take you, but one or two of those, and you'll figure out, maybe I better learn what I'm doing. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for
0: joining us. And uh, hope we answered some uh, questions for you on wholesaling. Bill, my friend, have a great weekend. You too,
1: sir. And you I will too, talk sir.
0: to you soon. And uh, I had something I wanted to talk to you about after the show. I forgot what it was, but uh, I'll remember as soon as we uh, finish this up. All right. Have a great day. Happy investing. Learn more about the Investor Guys podcast, including upcoming events and appearances at www.investorguyspodcast.com. That's www.investorguyspodcast.com.